so first off very big apologies for the drop in video and audio quality we normally wouldn't post this but the conversation you're about to listen to really brought up some great points which we hope won't be lost in the production's quality don't forget to like comment and subscribe so with the issue we are going to talk about on this episode it was it's, it's an issue which is actually very like close to heart and this issue came about because of the pandemic really so during the pandemic because i had a lot of alone time with myself i had to think about a lot of things and when you are alone and you think about a lot of things one of the things that ran through my mind was the fact that somebody might be out there somewhere to no fault of his own might be struggling in a pandemic has basically nothing to eat it was finally very difficult struggling and i'm here i have something to eat basically and you know you kind of feel guilty in a way about and uh, about about it and it kind of weighs down on you very heavily and you feel bad that you know it's happening you begin, you begin to question the world you need to question like god religion like why is the world this way and all wow. of that yeah so that was how that was how it started it's, it's sort of like a guilt thing and that was how i felt so i don't know how you felt you feel about it and whether you actually experienced the hard thoughts like that ever in your life in any moment in time yeah yeah i do i do i'm quite to be frank quite recently this uh pandemic sometimes i sit back and i ask during the lockdown where no market were available for people to go out shopping get groceries and stuff like that i asked myself what about those women who actually live on the street right what happened to those people i used to ask myself a whole lot and sometimes i end up with the conclusion that well everything happens for a reason they are in that situation for a reason which i may not know it probably could be the effect of something they have done or maybe i mean god knows it all right but i do feel sad for them most of the time and then i keep on wondering so where were they living during the lockdown when all streets were actually empty stuff like that Although it's quite emotional, it's quite emotional to think about them, but what can I do whenever I get food to eat, whenever I sit at the dining table to pray, I also pray for them. Yeah. So, so um, even before getting into the topic, because it was a fresh feeling and I hadn't felt that way before, I did a lot of like, I don't call it research, but I was asking a lot of people, well, I was asking a lot of people, trying to read a lot of articles to see whether it was just like something that doesn't happen regularly where people don't think that we, it's, not, it's not like a norm or it was actually something normal that happens on a regular. And what I found was that like people actually do think that way a lot on regular and they give a lot of funny names for it, like they call it goblins. Yeah, they, they call it goblins and people actually speak about it a lot. So uh, it was actually a good thing that it, it was it was nice to know that I'm not the only person who feel that way and other people feel mm-hmm. that way. 
and yeah. thinking about it and reading a lot about it, I sort of understood and came to terms with it. So I really, I just want to share, and we are going to share to anyone who ever feels that way or has ever felt that way. Think about it. Why you think you shouldn't be thinking like that? And if there's anything you can do to sort of take your mind off that feeling and you know work hard and achieve your goals in a way. So, um, first off, the word that was ringing heavily on my mind was guilt, and what I had to do was think about the word guilt. And the word guilt, it, it's it, it comes up by feeling that you've done something wrong. And when I thought about whether I've done something wrong, it didn't feel, I hadn't done anything wrong, basically. You understand? So using that word to associate with how I was feeling was sort of not the right thing to do. Because that word is a very strong word. To feel guilty means you know you've committed a crime. And so to use that way in association with how you felt, that really like weighs heavily on your mind. So the first thing was to, I accept myself that feeling that way wasn't because I had done a bad thing. So I had to eliminate that word guilt from from the way. And that was ultimately to help like care bad thinking. I don't know what you think about that. Wait, I, I would like to ask you, um, are you talking about why you actually think about people being poor or why you think about the fact that could you have also been poor or maybe you're in a situation where you do get what you want or you do not get what you want all the time because the the situation that you you actually said that you felt you felt guilty you know i don't i don't, I don't know i can't i can't really speak to that so if you can actually elaborate well, it's, further it's like it's just feeling that somebody might be somewhere through no fault of his own. This was somewhere through no fault of his own was born into poverty. And it's not his fault that he was born into it. I mean, you can't blame me. Okay, maybe it's your fault that uh, maybe you are in the predicament that you are in. And same goes for me. I had no control over my situation. So I was born into a family which was, you know, relatively well to do. And at least I had something on my table to eat on the regular. So that was where the, the guilt came from. The guilt came from the fact that it felt like I was winning over another person. It didn't feel fair. It felt like I was cheating another person in a way. So that was where the feeling of the guilt came from. You, you understand what, what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I do understand now. I do understand now. Yes. I, I think the reason why I think about that, I wouldn't say it's because of guilt, but I'll say it's because... What's the word she used? The mere fact that I, I, I have all the, all the things that I do have right now, and someone is in, is in a situation whereby they can barely get off the day. You, I, I don't know if I should use pity or I should use care, but seeing, seeing those people, seeing people on the street, seeing people in conditions whereby 
they were actually born into and they wish they could have been someone else. Uh, I'll just say, I think about it because I feel somehow pity for them. Or oh, I, I, I do care a lot. I do care a lot. And then to care about someone in that situation is a whole lot of pity. It's a whole lot of... They wish things would have been different. I wish things would have been different for them. Because I do sometimes speak to such people and then when they share their stories with me, I'm like, well, man. So, assuming you were in this position, what would you have done to, to make things right? And they actually have solutions for them. Like, they actually have solutions for them. The, the only reason is that they do not have the necessary requirements, the necessary uh, funds or, 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 or basic, you know, needs to actually get it off. So, I think, I, I think about it because I do feel sad for them. And I wish I could do something to actually help each one of them. Yeah, your point comes from a place of care. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, it comes from a place of you caring and, you know, yeah, that's why you feel that way. So, yeah, I, I, I do understand where you come from. So, it basically means that everybody thinks about this particular issue for very different reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things affect us in different, very different ways, and you know it actually shows that we are human. You know, <laughs> we are not robots. So, <laughs> so um, thinking about the issue, and you know, me personally feeling the guilt and trying to eliminate that word, like I said, was the first step to helping me. And I think the next step was the real uh, me realizing that. Growing up on on my strive, on my work, on my way to being successful and growing. Me growing and being successful doesn't mean that the people who are in these um, poor situations would also come out of it. Yes, some people might come out of it, but that doesn't mean everybody will come out of it. So taking that into consideration, I had to think about the fact that while I grow and become successful, or while anyone out there grows and becomes successful and is able to open up businesses, one thing I had to think about was I, need to, I had to understand the fact that being successful, it's, you are sort of both directly and indirectly helping those who are needy. So let's say I open a business, right? I open a business which employs no, let's say, for example, your Jeff is, has this app that you know he's working on. It's called Joe Skills, and with the app, per, per what I know and per what he has told me, it's called Joe Skills, and it's going to bring the expertise of people in different fields all into one app. So if I need, let's say, a carpenter to come and work for me, I just go on the app. I can link up with the capital he comes and he does the work for me and I give him the money. So in that way, as a striving for success, he's bringing other people on board. So other people are sort of feeding off of his success and also you know, getting something to eat here and there. So in that way, your success or your strive for success sort of also directly and indirectly helps other people who are not going to be and gives them opportunities to also, you know, um, have something to eat on their table at the end of the day. I don't know how you feel. Um, 
Yeah, so um, like you said, um, um, not just me alone, but it's, it's my team and I, we're actually bringing out this app called Joe Skills, right? And the main, the main goal of this app is to help people reach out to all those professionally skilled uh, people out there with the, with the good craftsmanship, with the good, with the good qualities for any type of skill you need. Right, it should be right at your fingertips. So I don't, I don't think um, being successful actually indirectly or directly always helps the the people at the lower side of the income, you know. But I think if you have in mind of creating an avenue whereby other people too can actually benefit from your success, then yes, you're actually helping other people directly or indirectly. But without having that goal in mind that, okay, fine, this is what I want to do. This is the business I want to set up. Does it have any indirect or does it have any direct impact? Can people actually benefit from it with or without my help? Then, yes, you're actually, you're actually thinking about them. I, I think also that the best way that... Uh, I'm not going to say that I'll, I'll stop caring about these people. I'm always going to think about them. I'm always going to care about them some way or the other, there is going to be this pity, you know, that I may feel for them. But like you said before, um, the mindset to succeed, right, to actually bring people out of these places, directly or indirectly. It is also the honors of every person who is in a very bad situation, who is, who is in this poverty situation, who is in a situation whereby they had no control over, but then they find themselves in to actually change their mindset also. That's the best advice I think you can give people, that if you find yourself in the worst situation, don't wait for someone to come and lend you a hand. Besides, even in the gospel, it says that God helps those who help, those who help themselves. Right. So I think the best thing to do is to change your mindset, have that I want to be successful mentality. And guess what? It's going to just snap. It'll, it'll come. You're not going to know how it's going to work out, but you will definitely be successful. So the best thing I can help people out there who are actually on the lower end of, of the success line is to change their mentality. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, basically, the last point that I had in mind for this specific issue was uh, this specific point may come across in a very weird way, but I don't know. I still want you to hear hear me out, and you know, let me know if there are any flaws in sort of this this point. During the pandemic, um, you sort of saw these well-to-do people, celebrities, you know, doing things like you know, feeding people, giving people food, um, donating, you know, foodstuffs and, and all. When I was thinking about it, my initial, my first thought was, this is actually good. Wait, wait, I'm coming. Yeah. My first thought was, this is actually good. It's actually a good thing that they are doing. And another thought hit my mind was, wait, if they have all the sufficient funds to do this, 
if they have a lot of um, money to do something like this, then while they do this, like feeding people and everything, why don't they also think of investing all that money into something which reads long-term dividends, you know, for people in those situations? Not get me wrong, feeding someone, you know, who is hungry at the moment, it helps them. But if you do something systematically, that will help alleviate them from poverty. That would be better because this analogy came to my head. If you feed, let's say you feed a hundred people today, right? It's a good thing. But I think about okay, next two days, next three days, are you still going to feed them? If you are going to feed them continuously, forever, that's fine. But when you feed them for today, you don't feed them for tomorrow. You don't feed them for the next day. I'm thinking about the future. Are you still going to feed them? They might not be hungry today when you feed them, but then like the next day, next two days, next year, they will be hungry. So what do you do about the future? So I, I thought about that and I really felt like all these people who are really well to do have a lot of money to spare and can make these long-term investments, you know, while they are doing things to feed people in the immediate, they can also come together and do things to help people in the long term, like creating homeless shelters, you know, create homeless shelters, do other um, projects, like creating businesses to employ people, not to do white-collar jobs, but to do jobs which actually require um, vocational skills. Wow. So that was also another point that came into my head. That was the last point that came into my head. I don't know how you feel about that one, so just let me know how you feel about that one too. Well, I think, I think it's great, but... You know, this coronavirus was, was a really a blow, a blow to the lower region. Do you feel me? No one actually expected it. So I think people going out there to help those who can't actually fend for themselves in these tough times, it's not as if they have the means and then they should actually be doing this on the regular. The point is, everyone was home and then some people had an ongoing, or I'll say, they, they had... Um, come on, come on, come on, what's the word? Passive income, right? Whereas others also, their incomes came out from their day-to-day -day activities. So if there is no activity today, then that means there is no income. Those were most of the people that these uh, celebrities intended to help, right? Those that had their incomes cut short because they had no activities going on in the day or in the night whatsoever because of this pandemic. Yes, it's good to actually create businesses to help those in need, to employ them, or to, to set up any form of investment that is going to bring them you know, regular dividends along the way or throughout the year, or probably the next 20 years, whatsoever. But the thing is, you should also know that these people are not handicapped. The more we treat, I'm not saying we should not help people. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that we should actually help people help themselves. So if there should be any form of enterprise at all, if there should be any form of investment at all, it's, 
is to teach these people how to help themselves. Because anything can go bad for the person doing the good works. And the person might lose all his funds or her funds. The person might run out of business or the investment might go bad. And then what's going to happen to these poor people, right? So I think the best way is to help people help themselves. If we all can do that, the world will be a better place. It's good to take all the time, but I think it's best if you can teach people to actually give. All right. That's what all I feel right. about it. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. It's like doing things together. Yeah, I, I got your point. Some people don't really make like that large of an income to make those kind of investments. So someone who doesn't make still wants to help, the best he can do will be to feed someone today. I'm not person who will decide, okay, let me feed another person tomorrow. And you know, all that counts is help. Yes, all, all that counts. But I'm talking about those that we are feeding. Right? There is this, the, the chief, the Nigerian chief for Accra. I know him business-wise. And this is what he's doing. He bought gas cookers, packs of indomie for all these women that actually lost their jobs. And what he does is, you, your, your main aim is to feed yourself with this indomie packs and the gas. So definitely, are going to cook indomie for people in the evening, right? And his take is that you pay for every sachet of, of pure water, right? That is how you save for yourself. So whenever you sell a sachet of pure water, the money is yours. You keep it in your savings. He is helping them help themselves. Do you get it? Yeah. And you for all the Nigerians that were actually broke, literally broke. And not only Nigerians, but the most Ghanians as well, in his neighborhood. This is what I'm talking about. I'm helping you help myself. Or I'm helping you help yourself. It's not me coming to feed you all the time. But me helping you help yourself personally, to feed yourself. If you sell in domain in the evening, you definitely get some profits, right? And if you save three CDs every day by selling pure tesashi, if you save that money, it's going to accumulate and become capital for you. Do you get do, do you get my point now? Uh huh. Yeah, so yeah. I get your point now. I get your point now. Yeah, it's not like it's not. It's like you're not spoon feeding them. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm teaching you how to fish. Exactly. I'm giving them the opportunity, so they just have to grab the opportunity with both hands. And uh -huh. yeah, that, that's a very good point too. So um, those are basically the points that I had in mind. I don't know if you. Um, had any other points that came to your mind? When you <laughs> no, 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 not really. I don't have any points right now. So yeah, and um, that's basically how there is today. What there is, you know, to this issue, it's not a really long issue per se. It's just you feel a, you you feel a certain way, which isn't the right way to feel, and you know you think about it well. You ask people, you talk to people about it hear their point and you know try to not feel that way because it can really stifle the roof so yeah that's basically what we talk about